this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my son an urban kick. My rhymes are fly. My beats are sick. My crew is big, and it keeps getting bigger. Because That's because Jesus Christ nope, is my... No, nope, no, nope, don't go there. But... <laughs> What do you get? What? What's wrong? I don't understand. I, I, I don't. I don't think that's appropriate in this day and age. I'm just spreading the word of of God's love. Nope. <laughs> nope. I know. I know. I know where that next line was going. <laughs> don't don't go there, bro. He's a life changer, miracle arranger, <laughs> born to the virgin mom in the manger. For 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 those of you who are less on the internet, I know like people on my Discord are going to know what that is right away. But uh, just look up "rapping for Jesus." It's, it's it's a good video. Yeah the the video quality is is pretty epic too. I mean, like <laughs> it's so funny because it's like a genuine video just made by an old Christian priest. But like the meme potential of it is like god tier like it, it seems like something that someone would it seems like something that was made ironically but it was not it's, right it's completely a real thing yeah and if you if you didn't if you didn't catch it when i when i interrupted mac there in the original video there's a there's an n-bomb that gets dropped oh there are several okay i just i remember the one time specifically but yeah no that's 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 the main word that's 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 the, that's the song yeah yeah all right. Well, welcome to episode twelve. Anything cool we could? What What happened when you were twelve years old? What were you up to? Oh, geez. I mean, probably, uh, probably running back through the woods, going to look at the nudies back at uh, the nudist resort. That that you would be at that prime age to start being interested in that, right? And not realizing that it wasn't as fun as you expected. I I didn't really want to force bring that up, but uh, that. I did want to want to mention it at some point today. Um, I, I was visiting my dad for for Easter mm-hmm. and he um, he brought up the story that we told on here a few episodes ago about when uh, my friends and I went went back to go spy on the nudies. And <laughs> bro, that was like episode two. That wasn't a few episodes. Well, ago. whenever. But I think it's funny that my dad brought up that story and when Mike got caught by the naked guy and driven back to our house. Yeah. I'm, has he not listened to the podcast yet? You not sent your dad the podcast? Uh, I, I know I, I sent him like uh, like our, our first video that we made and gotcha. told, told him to keep an eye on it. But I don't, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's listened to anything else. At least if he has, he hasn't said anything to me. See, my, when we initially started the podcast, I was kind of like of the mind of like, I don't know if I want my parents to hear the podcast because I'm definitely going to be telling stories that are a little less savory. Right. Um, but around the time that our first episode was coming out, my mom was complaining, <laughs> complaining that I always responded like one word texts. Okay. Which is accurate, but it's not like I'm trying to like end the conversation. I just kind of find it hard to conversate sometimes. Yeah. And so and, and she was saying like, oh, she misses hearing from me. Miss talking to me. I'm like, well, maybe you'd like the podcast. You wouldn't be talking directly to me, but you get to hear my voice and my thoughts and whatever. Sure. So I kind of just took the risk of like, well, if, if she's going to willingly list, willingly listen to the podcast, then, you know, she's going to have to subject herself to the awful, terrible, gross things that I say. But right. So far, she has not been a continuous listener. So I'm, I'm safe. OK, well, I mean, for the record, to go along with the gross things. This week, I decided to uh, drain my balls in your bathtub. All right. Well, I just cleaned that. So thanks for that. Yep. I left the shower curtain closed or open, too, so it would get nice and mildewy. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, got anything going on for you, yourself this week? Uh, no, kind of. Uh, I, I had a I oh, had, I had a little bit of uh, a video game nostalgia of my own today. Nice. Um, I... Uh, I, I bought a game that I played a lot when I was a kid and it came in the mail right before you came over. So I was playing it right before you got, got here. Uh, it's called Kirby squeak squad. Okay. It's by far my favorite Kirby game it came out in 2006 and I'm just, I it's, it's a great fucking game. I'm having a fun time playing it again. My, my real question is in the game, does Kirby have human feet <laughs> or does he have his normal, normal well, Kirby feet? He wears shoes. So as far as I'm concerned underneath, like those are some human feet. 
Okay. I mean, just the way his shoes are shaped, I, I would imagine he doesn't have... And the way his hands are... Well, the hands are whatever. He can have normal... He can have his normal Kirby hands with human feet. That's almost more terrifying. It's not... You're not wrong. It is more terrifying, but it just doesn't make sense for that to be the case. I think he does, you know, because, you know, he, he manages to keep himself upright. And as we know, like, the human feet are very complicated because it has to... They, they have to be able to keep us upright. Right. So I have to assume that underneath there, he's got, like, all the bones and muscles needed to, like, maneuver himself so he stays balanced all the time. I just assume that Kirby has no muscles whatsoever, or no bones whatsoever. I mean, Kirby's fucked, man. Like, what, how does that thing work? I don't know. He's like a demon when you really think about it. Like, every other video game character is like, oh, Sonic needs to, needs to rescue the animals and defeat Eggman. Mario's got to save the princess. Kirby's like, someone stole his cake and he's ready to defeat the universe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When you really think about it, like, Kirby's kind of the bad guy. Like, stealing cake's a dick move, but... I don't know, man. Not not trying to paint you as a bad guy, but you seem like someone who would be real pissed off if they stole your cake. Yes, but I'm not a good person, self-admittedly. Kirby's like the hero of his story. Okay. I would absolutely kill a bitch if they stole my cake. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that time you kept talking about how badly you wanted cheesecake? And then you spent your lunch driving to, my <laughs> to Meyer to go buy a cheesecake? I had a craving. I I'm not hating. I, I do. While we're on the subject, Mike, I want you to look behind me and, and, and tell me what you see. Uh, I see some Eneman's coffee cakes, some Oreo, <laughs> some gold bears well, behind that. The are those Reese's eggs? Yeah, but that entire bowl is full. Oh, nice. So you, you went candy shopping. I did. So uh, as it was just Easter the other day, and uh, since Easter is the last major holiday of the season, um, I went and I, I went shopping for on sale candy like normal. And uh, Meyer had a really good deal. It was 50% off the day after Easter. Oh, hell yeah. It's usually like 30% off the day after the holiday. So yeah. I loaded the fuck up and I, I, I got like a little paranoid that I wasn't going to have enough to last me until like Halloween. So I just, I got so much, my, my candy drawer or my candy cabinet is overflowed again. So now I have like a, po I have a, a popcorn bowl sitting on my counter, just filled to the brim with, with candy. It is literally like, it is overflowing. And then I have that two pound bag of gummy bears in front of it too. Yeah. There's a, there's at least two bags of candy that aren't fitting into that bowl. No, they're just kind of sitting on top. I love it. That's great. But yeah. Um, Back on the subject of Kirby briefly. Yeah. Did you ever play any of the Kirby games? I actually did not. No? No. I wish I did. Kirby's great. I've always been a fan of Kirby, and I really like Squeak Squad because they have this really cool mechanic where you can, like, combine his power-ups. Okay. So, like, if you get Sword Kirby and, like, Flame Kirby, you can combine that to get, like, Fire Sword Kirby. Yeah. Which is really fun. The only problem I have, and this is with every Kirby game, is that, like, those games are mind-numbingly easy. <laughs> Ah, uh, like there's there's and and you know this is you got to remember like kirby came out around the time what we were talking about the previous episode like nes snes era where yeah where like games were just tough as shit so yeah. like, i'm i'm glad that kirby existed in terms of like giving younger people something to play uh that is not crushingly difficult but like at the same time like kirby has so much potential to be like this really cool concept. Like, you know, you can absorb the power of your enemies and like, there's so many different kinds of power ups. You know, you've got sword Kirby and cutter and flame and whatever else. There's so many different options at this point. Like every game, they add more. Yeah. But God, the game is so fucking easy. Like every, every enemy dies in one or two hits. Oh, all of the bosses like can get stun locked really easy. Like I fought the first boss uh, while you were still on your way here. And like I was using flame Kirby and you know, you get the flame breath and okay. I just started breathing on him and he got stun locked the entire time. And I just melted through his health bar before he could even attack me. Oh, <laughs> it's like I, I wish I wish there was a slightly more challenging Kirby game because like half those games, it's like you play the first level and it's like, OK, it's not going to get harder from here. Yeah, yeah. But oh. I don't know. I am a bit of a masochist with video games. I tend to enjoy harder ones more. So whatever. Did you ever play that random Titanic game that I that I gave you and told you that you should stream? No, I still have it in my drawer. You you should you should bust that out one of these days. I know I should. I I keep like I forgot it existed for a while, but now I'm just like not sure when to play it. Yeah, you should you should bust it out. Well, and then we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's one game that I I played a decent amount of. Yeah. 
Very epic. Very pog. Speaking uh, speaking of video games, a new Monster Hunter game came out uh, actually right after we recorded the last podcast, and I was just playing the sh- I've just been playing the shit out of. Oh, sorry, a little bit before we recorded the last episode of the podcast, but I just been playing the shit out of that. Monster Hunter is good stuff. Speaking of recording uh, the last podcast, it's only been what? Like five days? Yeah, and it's super warm outside. Yeah, it's the I also thought about saying opposite. this. <laughs> yeah, so it was, you know, I don't know, like 32 degrees and snowing five days ago. And I think it's like... It's like 70 outside. Yeah, it's like 70 plus and sunny right now. Yeah, I turned on my AC when I got home. Yeah. Wow. Drastic difference. Yeah. Big old big daddy difference. Big old difference. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. It's I mean, it was nice. I driving home. I had my windows down and the sun, the the wind blowing through my magnificent mane, as they say. <laughs> it's great. Nice. Um, I got something I need to bring up. This is this. I is don't a, care. We're skipping it. Next topic. Rude. No, fuck you. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, so this has been a, an ongoing debate in in a Snapchat group that I have. Okay, and it it stems from from a, an argument between Bradley and his boyfriend Anthony. Okay, Anthony locked the bathroom door, and then it got closed. I believe while the shower was still running. Uh oh, yeah, and it was just the two of them, and so. Bradley got pissed that he locked the bathroom in the first place. How do, how are you? How do you feel about locking bathroom doors? Uh, I say one hundred percent. Do it all the time, no matter what. Uh, I I wow. I lock my bathroom door right here, where the only other person in the in the entire like apartment is Luna. I still I still lock my door when I when I go piss or I uh, take a shower. Really? Yeah. Wow. And that's just that's just ingrained into me because I have brothers like I've walked in on my brothers jacking off. They walked in <laughs> on me in the shower. We've all walked in on each other taking shits like I just I, I can't not lack lock a bathroom door. It's it's I feel like it's better to be in the habit of it than than to be sitting there like there are some situations where I don't and then you forget to when you're at work or something. I, I'll, I'll give you that, especially growing up with with all the all the brothers that you had yeah no. I, I i can see you being in that habit um i definitely do not lock it at home i mean i i don't blame you but like sorry bradley i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta side with uh, uh it's anthony right yeah i gotta side with anthony here um he had every right to lock that bathroom just because you guys have seen each other naked doesn't mean he wants to see you naked it doesn't mean he <laughs> wants you to see him naked all the time right oh yeah I don't know. Yeah, if if there's like one one or two people over at my apartment, I'm not locking it because there's there's so few people in so little space that if you're gone, they know you're they know you're you know taking a bathroom break. Not me, dude. I lock it all the time. I mean, if they want to walk in and get a show, <laughs> they're welcome to it. <laughs> but think of the inverse of it. Like for me, I don't I don't want to walk in on on my significant other taking a shit or something like well there was an entire how i met your mother episode about how <laughs> unpleasant that can be right uh, well when marshall and lily got stuck in the bathroom right mm-hmm. and lily had never peed in front of marshall right oh the best line of that is is at the end after after uh it's all said and done and marshall goes well we still got the deuce <laughs> such a yeah. great way to spin that yeah totally Oh. But uh, yeah, not 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 for for me. Like you gotta lock it, dog. It's not it's not cool. Oh no! See, I'm I'm the opposite camp. I've I've had too many bad situations. It's it's too ingrained in my memory. All right, man. Unfortunately, Anthony's gonna love this, and it's gonna gonna all go to his head. But Anthony, I I stand with you, brother. Uh, speaking of brothers, um, I. <laughs> I, I, if my little brother over here, he's, he's going to hate that I talked about this, but, yes. um, I, I, I want to say we were both in high school. One time I, I walked in on him jacking off and like, he got <laughs> mad, <laughs> he got mad at me for not knocking the door. And I was like, it's a bathroom, lock the door. And he still tried to push it that it was my fault for not knocking. And it's like, dude, it's a bathroom. Okay. Now that brings up another point. 
was your house a bathroom door open if it's not in use or closed all the time? Open when it's not in use. Oh, then why? So I'm totally right in that situation. No. Wait. So the bathroom door was closed even though it's open if no one's in there. Right. But well, I mean, it would get closed randomly sometimes. So I think he's in the right. He's not in that. If the bathroom door is closed, I knock. If, If it's a bathroom open situation. If someone's in there, it's going to be locked. That's how I think. That's, that's what I think. If sometimes it did get shut. If there's no one in there, the door shouldn't be closed. That's, sometimes it would happen anyway. Uh, if it's closed, I knock. No. Nope. Especially if you can, you can see the light on under the door. Not if there's carpet in front of the door. Uh, all right. Still, I think if the door's closed, you knock. Nope. Not happening. Why wouldn't you knock? It's it takes too long. I'd rather just go in. It takes too long. Yes. Okay. So here here's a situation I I, I have at work, and this used to happen at World Market as well. Uh, uh, we have these 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 doorknobs for our bathrooms that mm-hmm. are are like they they have like the vacant and occupied symbols. Yeah. And these motherfuckers still knock on the door before they go in, and it's and like they'll knock on the door and they're like push on the door and it's like bitch it says occupied i'm taking a shit leave me alone yeah uh, that i'll give you there's no reason to not because you can see that it's occupied but like the the same thing would happen at world market like people would like knock on the door like jiggle the 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 fucking doorknob as if it was magically unlocked it's like clearly someone's in here right and 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 like people would be like is anyone in there and i wouldn't respond because it's like you're not fucking getting in anyway right the door is locked yeah yeah, the only time I guess I could see that is, is if you're at like a shady gas station and you need to get like a key. Well, that but there's usually like signs to let you know about that. Yeah. And people did sometimes think that about our bathrooms. And yeah. Like, no, fuck you. You're a dumbass. No, it's locked because there's someone in there. Yeah. Ugh. But I walked in on several people at work. I got walked in on once, but it, that shit happens. Yeah. And I blamed myself because I forgot to lock the door. Yeah, see, I never actually got locked in on my walked in on myself because I locked the bathroom door at work, but I walked in on several customers. I remember one time Ken walked in on Darius. Mm. He he was not pleased. I wouldn't be. No, no, especially something that works there. Like it's like, oh, I see this person on a regular basis. Yeah, it makes it real awkward. (laughs) Like, remember that time I saw you dropping a deuce? Uh, have you ever seen like a, a, a grown ass man at like a, a, a public bathroom like with his pants down at the urinal <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I've seen little kids do that a lot it's so fucking awkward you're sitting there like am I breaking the law right now or right okay so to go along with that m- one time my cousin told me this story he was I don't know someplace where it was you know like a single occupant bathroom Uh uh-huh but the men's room it had like a regular sit-down toilet and also a urinal Mm -hmm. and he he went in and he 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 didn't knock the door was unlocked so he walked in and there's a guy just sitting there dropping a deuce and he goes he's like like, oh uh, sorry sorry and like turns around and the guy's like all right come on in (laughs) (laughs) and i thought that was the most ridiculous thing in the world until I had the exact same thing happen to me like two years later. Uh-huh. Exact same situation. Open a door. There's a dude just dropping a deuce. And because it's a single bathroom, there was no like stall around it. Come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's so weird. The air is stinky, brother. Come on in. <laughs> God, like. I have to wonder if that was the same dude. <laughs> I can't imagine there's that many guys in the world that are just like completely cool with just dropping a deuce in front of someone while they're at the urinal. God, you know what I, I can't stand is like shared locker rooms. Okay. Always, always hated shared locker rooms. Can't do it. Yeah. Even in like in, in middle school and high school when you'd have the shared locker room for, for gym class. Yeah. I would change before gym class. I was not like... There's too much room for bullying in that kind of situation. I'm not, I'm not fucking running the risk, dude. Yeah. And if you ever go, I would never, I would never shower either in like the, in like the, the open showers where like everybody's just dicks out. Yeah. I was like, this is too risky in high school. I'm already like an outcast. I'm not going to fucking risk this shit. Yeah. I mean, nobody, honestly, nobody in my high school gym class used the showers. A lot of guys in my school did. 
Huh. Like way more than you might expect. Like it, it was it was mostly <laughs> and I'm willing to bet they all had the same thought as me. It was mostly like the outcasts. And I think they are all like, I'm already in the minority. I'm not risking anything else. Right. It was it was mostly like the jock dudes who were like, yeah, dicks out, dudes. Well, I can jerk off my dude. It's, it's fine. We're all in the, we're, in, we're in the shower. It's not gay. Yeah, it's not gay if it's in the shower. It's not, <laughs> totally true, by the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes in the shower. Um, you ever take a shower with your bro in your own single bathroom? <laughs> nope. Nope. Can't, can't can't say that I have. Yeah, me neither. I didn't. Not, not, uh, me neither. Um, this brings me to a question that we got um, on our last podcast episode have we had sex <laughs> yes that the answer to that is yes but yes we have had sex no that was not the question um no so the question came from mike so i don't know if you saw it i did see it i i, I had a feeling you'd bring this up i didn't want it to be brought up <laughs> well i think everyone who is seeing you is curious to know does the carpet match the drapes well <laughs> When I had a carpet, certainly. Oh, because all nice. guys got the, got curly pubes, right? Sure, like that's just the sure. thing. I mean, I think all pubes are curly. That's how pubes are. Yeah, yeah, it's just how they are. It was a different color, though. Oh, interesting. Much darker. I don't think anybody needs to know this. No, nobody. Nobody needs to know it, but everybody wants to know it. I don't think any. I don't think everybody wants to. No. No, I'm willing to bet there's a good section of the viewership who's like, I didn't need to hear this right now. It's probably really just Mike who wanted to know. Well, Mike, I hope you're happy. Yeah. Now, did you style it the same way? (laughs) (laughs) You dick. Mag, I'm sorry. I didn't intend to say that when when you were taking a drink. I just like I just killed Mac. I was fucking deep throwing some water. You did that shit to me. God damn it! I just spit water all over my over my fucking outlets. Oh god! Sorry, bro. That was that was purely accidental. I pulled. That was really painful. I pulled like the I pulled like the waiter waitress move where. It they never wait until you you're in the middle of a drink in the middle of a drink or you just took a bite of something <laughs> to come around and ask you if you need anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody you have to hear me coughing and gagging, but <coughs> no, <laughs> no, you didn't know that the same way. Okay. Well, Ugh. glad we got that out. Glad you're still alive. Oh, barely. Fuck. <sighs> Speaking of dying, um, I found a really interesting album recently, uh, okay. just the other day, actually. <clears throat> and I listened to it over the, over the course of the past three days. Uh, it's called Everywhere at the End of Time. Okay. It is six and a half hours long. That's a long ass album. It is a very long album. It's super interesting. It's by this guy called The Caretaker. And it is, it's, it's, one, it's six and a half hours long. It's split up into six like sub albums. Okay. And each of which is meant to represent a different step in the advancement of dementia. Really? That's interesting. It's really interesting. So like, and, and there, there's like a description in like the description of the video that there's is on YouTube kind of explaining each part, uh, comparatively to like the rest of the experience, but it's super interesting. Like it starts out with like, uh, excuse God, I'm still like burping and and coughing from that shit. Um, (laughs) it starts off with like, the very like classic, like thirties kind of oldies music. Um, and it kind of, it's kind of sounds faded. Like it's coming through a record player, which is supposed to represent like kind of the, the natural fading of memories. Like you're at the beginning of kind of the cycle. Okay. And as it progresses, like, uh, like things start to get a little more distorted at like uh, towards like, uh, stages two and three, like there's kind of swaths of, 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 uh, distorted noises or like the song will restart on itself or suddenly play back out of nowhere. Oh, weird. Um, it's supposed to be represent like if you think of the of the the music, if, if you think of each song as like a memory playing in, in your own head, mm-hmm. then it's like those memories getting jumbled up or tangled together or like lost. Yeah. And then like through like stages four and five, it gets even more distorted to the point where like you're hearing more distortion than actual music. Okay. Where there'll be like stage five, especially it's it's like going through it's 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 like you're listening to a horror movie soundtrack. Like there's like. Ugh 
long draw, a long, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like long spans of time where it's just like kind of this, this, it, it sounds like feedback coming from like a, a, a loudspeaker. Okay. Uh, and then like the music will pop through every now and then and it'll come back in. And then like <clears throat> there, there'll be one part where it kind of gets really blissful and peaceful. And like, that's kind of supposed to be representative of like, uh, your mind kind of coming back from the ring for a bit only to be thrust back into it. Okay. <clears throat> and then the sixth part is just, is just silence. <laughs> well, close. It's, it's just like long, like droning sounds. Like you'll, you'll maybe hear the music start to fade in a little bit in the background, but it's like mostly just like this droning sound. And it's very, it's, it was very interesting to listen to. But it definitely like it, it put me into like a little bit. It, it, it made me feel a little bit of a sense of like existential dread. <laughs> that, that's a really cool concept, though. It's, I like that. It's really interesting. I don't know how like well researched it is or how accurate it is or whatever, because obviously I'm not exactly an expert on dementia. But it's uh, other than our old coworker, Tim, obviously. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> obviously, Tim has dementia. But um, it was it was a really interesting experience because like the more I thought about like the effects of dementia, the more like, like dementia's fucked up. Like the oh. more, the more I thought about it. Yeah. It's it gave me, it gave me some really interesting perspective, but it definitely like, I, I came home yesterday after having listened to it for like four hours straight at work. And I was, I was like supposed to stream and I was like, Nope, I'm too fucked up. <laughs> oh damn. I was sitting there like this, this messed me up too much. Cause I, I got to thinking about like so, some kind of depressing shit. Like I started to think about like, okay, so I'm, I'm 23 now. If it, I, I started thinking about a time where I'm like 40 or 50 and like, say my mom got dementia and like one day I'd have to like look her in the eye and she would have no idea who I am. Yeah. And that would be like heartbreaking to me, but to her as well, uh, 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 if she were to consider that possibility and I was like, damn, this is scary. Damn. That's some, some deep shit right there. Yeah. But I just, I wanted to talk about that briefly. Every uh, People should go check it out again. It's called everywhere at the end of time. It's, it's, it's long, obviously. It's a really long album, but it's it's worth listening to. Just kind of give you some perspective. Wow, huh? That that's really cool. I when you first said it was six hours, I I like internally like rolled my eyes. Like albums don't need to be that long, but I mean, once you explained it, that's actually really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you kind of have to think of it as like experiencing the same album at different uh, points in the process. Yeah, because like the, the music you're hearing in, in like the first part of the album is the same music you're going to hear in part five, but it'll be so distorted. It'll be almost unrecognizable. Yeah, that kind of reminds me a little bit of have you ever seen a movie called Vantage Point? No, um, it's a it's a pretty decent movie. Um, it's about um, an assassination attempt of uh, the president, but you the you see the same scene happen over and over again from different like, points of view. Yeah, like diff, like five or six different points of view. Um I can't remember every one that every point of view, but I think, you know, like it's one or two people like in the crowd and then possibly like from the president himself and then like a secret service worker. It's it's really cool. Gotcha. Um, pretty decent movie, but I would say an even better concept than it is. That's usually how it goes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Usually those kinds of movies are like, this is an interesting concept, but it doesn't really work as a movie on its own. Do you ever see hardcore Henry? <laughs> no. What's that? It's a movie fully uh, shot from a uh, first person perspective. Oh, it's like a POV porn. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I guess. Well, yeah. you said it's called hardcore Henry and it's shot from a first person perspective. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it was, it was an interesting movie. Uh, uh, there's a few really interesting scenes, but ultimately the, the overall experience isn't that great. Like the, the concept is more memorable than the plot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. What's, uh, what's Luna been up to? Has she been, uh, been doing anything goofy? Not really. I mean, she's just shedding a lot. Like I'm sure you can see all the fur on my floor. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I vacuumed two days ago. That's how much is built up since then. Oh gosh. <clears throat> but you know, that's how spring be. Yeah. Lily hasn't started shedding yet, but she will at some point, but hers are just little white hairs. It's not really that short little whiteies. Luna's got that long, long fur. So yeah. Um, I came up with a question for us. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about this at work. Uh, 
imagine because we, we were talking about i wanted and i wanted to bring it up in this episode because we were talking about talking Kong country last time yeah um if you were a video game boss okay what would be your like king k rule style dick move that would just fuck over the player oh man um i don't know i mean probably something that like immobilizes the character okay um that's probably like that's a thing, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's um, a big old thing. Wasn't there was there like a one of the Mario bosses where like if they jump, like the ground shakes and then you can't move for a few seconds? Yeah, I think that that was Super Mario 3 did that a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean immobilizing your it's your, really annoying. Your, your challenger is it's, that it's that's really a pretty dick move. It's really frustrating in a game when you're like, God damn it, if I, I if I can just move. Yeah. What about you? Well, I actually, because I came up with this question, I had time to think about it. Sure. I, I came up with something that I think is pretty good. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I would, this would happen at around 10% of my health bar. Okay. Okay. So the, the, the player is about to defeat me at that moment. I would drop trial <laughs> <laughs> and I would start like project projectile diarrhea ing all over the entire <laughs> arena. Just like like diarrhea everywhere, just everywhere, everywhere. And when it hits the player and I say not if, I say when not if because it'll cover the entire arena when the player touches it, it poisons them and like it's a bad poison. OK, Uh huh. so it's it's we're talking from full health. It'll kill him in like 30 seconds. OK, and so like I, I diarrhea all over the place and as I diarrhea because of the amount of volume and mass that is leaving my body, I shrink. Okay. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> this is my favorite part. Okay. Um, because I'm now so small and light, I would be able to ice skate on top of my diarrhea. Sh- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so as the player is like taking down health really quickly, I would start ice skating all over the arena, avoiding them. And they would have to chase me down to take out that last 10% before the poison killed them. They'd have to run through. They'd have to run through my feces. And th- this is probably my, my favorite part. I would want my name to be like, you know how bosses always have names. Yeah. Like, like crazy, like cool names. Like I would want my name to be like Captain Mac expeller of excrement. And like none of my attacks are shit based until that point. So the whole time the player's just thinking, why is he called expeller of excrement? What the fuck's up with that? I, and then I drop trout starts shitting everywhere. I, and it's like, What? I, I think a better name would be Crapton Mac. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> I mean, for the character, not for you. No, I get it. I just don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Makes me feel bad about myself. Hopefully that name doesn't stick for you. Oh, we'll see. Like Swarly. Mm. So, yeah, that's uh, it's a bit elaborate, but I I think that's really good. I think that would be really frustrating for the player because they would just constantly die trying to catch up with my ice skating ass In incredibly frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> when you said drop trial, I thought you were going to talk about the, uh, the alpha move that you pull. That you oh, just pull. coming on them, just <laughs> yeah. coming everywhere. I don't an attacker. No, well, we're going to, we're going to hit him with some diarrhea this time. Okay. Like maybe, maybe you just went and got some of that Costco, uh, frozen yogurt. Totally. Anytime I eat frost Costco frozen yogurt, there's like a, a one in four chance I'll have diarrhea, but I, I roll those dice. Oh, that would be a better, a better move for the boss. Like, oh, I like, like what it, if like throughout, throughout the battle, I like occasionally eat some frozen yogurt. Well, I was thinking like that the diarrhea move only happens once every four times you reach the boss. No, cause that would, that would, that, you know, then they, they defeat me. Like if they defeat me first try, then they don't even get to experience that. Well, all right, but but maybe uh, an alternate like King K dick move would just be to to like throughout the battle, like every now and then I eat some frozen yogurt and like one in four times I I have some poison diarrhea and like it doesn't it doesn't coat the entire arena, but like it, it might hit them, but the player has no idea. There's no indicator for whether or not I will have diarrhea or the, the ice cream or the frozen yogurt will just like give me some health back. This is such a gross topic. It's funny though it is haha poo poo funny <laughs> again poop and farts always funny i let me know in the comments if you thought that was funny or if you think that this podcast is going downhill every episode <laughs> eh. i haven't had any feedback 
uh, on the episode yet, but yesterday I, I let Elizabeth know that we told the story of how we met her on, uh, on the last episode. And she was like, Oh sweet. I'm going to have to listen to it. And, um, she said she was going to listen today, but, um, she pointed out something that, uh, I'd never heard of. She must've listened to, like the first couple seconds. Um, she thought our intro music sounded like the, uh, the intro music to that, uh, between two ferns with Zach Galifianakis. I've never heard that. And I listened to it and it, while it doesn't sound the same, I can definitely see some similarities. Gotcha. I haven't so, listened to it, so I wouldn't even so that's have, a fr- cool. have a frame of reference. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> the only thing I out. know from between two ferns is, is there just, just, <laughs> I just know he interviewed Justin Bieber once and was just a complete dick to him the entire time. That's nice. all I know. Nice. I think I've seen clips from that interview, but I never actually watched the show. Yeah, I've only seen seen maybe one or two. Did your Discord have anything for us today? Yeah. Uh, what they got? Uh. Microwave has an interesting one. What flowers do you like the most? Um, I guess roses. Roses are roses are a good flower. Roses are kind of nice. I don't really like pay attention to plant life because I'm a fucking vampire recluse and i stay in my house all the time with the the blinds drawn but um i mean in animal crossing i'm a big fan of the flowers animal crossing has got this great mechanic where like every island uh uh spawn or every island starts with like two different kinds of flowers Mm -hmm. but there's like i don't know six or eight different kinds yeah so you have to like travel to other islands to collect them all okay So so it's really fun to collect the flowers in that game and the roses are a lot of fun so to connect what you said um so this is this isn't a flower, but speaking of like needing to water things, I've uh, I've got this this plant, and uh, th- this whole story starts probably a year and a half ago. So every year around Christmas time, um, Meyer sells these. It's uh, it's called a Norfolk pine, mm-hmm. and um, it it kind of looks like a like a little mini pine tree, and they they usually come decorated with you know like some Christmas decorations or whatnot. And last year, I guess it would have been Christmas 2019. I bought one and you know, I'm not, not much of a, a plant guy. I don't really, I'm not good at caring for them. Right. And so by like February, the thing died, but I had like decorated. I had set up my apartment based on this thing taking up this space. Well, you probably should have fucking kept it alive then. I probably should have, but because you know, it, it's like a pine. It didn't lose its leaves when it died. It just got really dry, but it still stayed green. Right. So I just left it there. Jesus. Until it rolled around like this last November when they started selling them again (laughs) and I bought another one and just replaced it. (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> and that one, that one, thankfully still going. Okay. All right. Still alive still going strong. We made it to April this year. So nice. You did it. Double thumbs up to me. I don't know if I've ever, I've never had a plant in my adult life. Huh? I'm, I'm, I, I don't even think about getting them. It probably adds some life to my place, but it would also be really hard to take care of a plant here because like, like my kitchen and my sunroom and my bedroom all have outside windows, but my living room, like my main living space and like my quote unquote dining room, which is where I keep my desk. Yeah. Like there's no windows there except for like coming from the kitchen and the sunroom. So yeah, it'd be really that, hard to keep a plant alive in there. Yeah, that's true. Although your, your sunroom would be kind of cool if you just like decorated the whole thing in plants. Yeah. Made it like a little jungle in there. Yeah. That could be interesting. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, you already have like, you know, you got like those, those outdoor lights that you haven't set up and I mean, I can't, there's no outlets out there. Oh, you didn't, those aren't, those aren't solar lights. No, they're not solar lights. Damn. Um, All right. Well, so much for that. The only thing I've used that room for, I mean, I do sit outside and, and read during the summer, but like I, I mostly just used it to paint Gundam models. So, and isn't, isn't that also where you, where you trap Luna before you cut her nails? Oh yeah. Cause she can't get out. Yeah. Huh. She's stu- too stupid. Stupid little cat. Little dumb, dumb cat. Little dummy. Little dumb pussy. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you could get one wish granted, what would it be from Squarpion? From Squarpion. One wish granted. Um, 
Oh, read people's minds. Really? You want that? Yeah. I think that would, I, that would make my anxiety even worse than it actually is. Well, because then I know exactly what people think of me, no matter how they treat me. I mean, potentially, but you could use it to your advantage in so many ways. I mean, you could, you could totally manipulate, <laughs> manipulate anyone you wanted. <laughs> That's what you would use your, your one wish for the ability to manipulate others. Only if you needed to, like if they had, if they had a negative opinion of you, you could manipulate it so that you behave in a way that is then appropriate to them. See, that, that's exactly what would stress me out about it. I wouldn't, I don't want to know why people hate me. I just assume they do. <laughs> I don't want to know the reasons. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Well, if, I mean, if they hate me, then I would want to manipulate them because they're probably horrible people who wouldn't like me okay so you, you've got your invisibility and your your uh, uh ability to read people's minds so now you can just find the people that don't like you and fuck with them good yep pretty much jesus <laughs> what's your one wish uh i if i it, my one wish would be able to would like that was a bad sentence yep uh, i would want to be able to uh pay my bills off of what I create or just make a living making stuff. Okay. That's like, I I've talked about it on stream before. Like if you told me that, like I would be able to make a living doing my videos and live streaming, mm -hmm. but my audience size would never grow. I would absolutely do it. Like I, I it, I'm not in it for fame or money or whatever. I just, right. I, I think it'd be, I, there's nothing to me that would be more gratifying than being able to just create for a living. So that's cool. All right. I'll give you that. That's all I would want. Don't want to live any extravagant life. Don't really need fancy cars and big houses. I just want to be able to pay my bills. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess to go along with that, I mean, just not necessarily being incredibly wealthy, but just having, having enough to afford anything you need or want at all times without having to work would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Living comfortably is such like a far off dream for people of our generations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, you know, the saying is like money doesn't buy happiness, which is 100% true. Just because you have money doesn't instantly make you happy, but it is much more difficult to be happy without, without it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that goes along with what I was just saying. Like, yeah, you know, in a sense, money does not buy happiness. But if you told me I had like enough money to live forever in comfortability and I could just make my videos and live stream, then that would make me very happy. Yeah. You know, the money itself isn't making me happy, but the money that, but the lifestyle that the money would allow me to afford would make me extremely happy. Correct. So in a sense, in that sense, money would buy my happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Take that people. Money does buy happiness. Kind of. In a way. Yeah. I have a question. Th this, this is coming from crystal. So one we, of those questions. yeah one of those questions it's an obligation question but i, I am <laughs> i am a little curious to know your answer how uh she wants to know how do you like your steak cooked how do, uh, i like a medium rare nice nice i'm with you i am uh personally i i like uh i like a rare steak but me medium rare is perfectly acceptable yeah so i i, I prefer rare but the definition of rare is so different depending on the person that like when i order steak i always go medium rare just to be safe okay because you can have it too rare I'll, I'll i'll give you that i mean for me you could just walk a cow through one of those hot yoga studios and it <laughs> probably be good enough <laughs> um i do i do like a very rare steak but Anything up to medium rare is 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 totally acceptable yeah i be mean if you don't have pink in your steak you're just you're wrong i'm yeah. sorry yeah no it I mean, it needs to be like pretty dark pink. If it's like medium pink, kind of like or like light pink, that's gray, no good. Ugh, no, just throw it away at that point. It's just like eating a shoe. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, good. She, God, I haven't had steak in forever. She didn't actually tell me how she likes hers cooked, so I'll have to. I'll have to ask. She's had, probably like a well done, well done girl. Probably. I haven't had a steak in forever, dude. I I miss steak. Oh man. I remember that time we went to K barbecue 
That oh, was awesome. hell yeah. And we just like mukbang the shit out of, out of all that meat. Oh, that was the best. We, I remember looking. Remember, I remember when we looked at the plate and we were like, I was, I was like, there's no way we're going to finish all this. And we, we destroyed it. We fucking destroyed that shit. That God, is that so good. good. Yeah, that was that's I haven't had fancier foods. I haven't had anything fancier since then. Like that's the fanciest food I've eaten since then. I mean, that's definitely the fanciest restaurant food I've had since then. Cause I've probably only been out to eat three or four times since then. Cause that was, that's true. That was like right before the pandemic started. Wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry. That felt, that felt further back than it was. But now I think about it, that was right after I stopped working at world markets. So. Yeah. Well, that also goes to show you how long we've been in the stupid pandemic that time is elongated. Yeah. Um, the flow of time is convoluted. I, I have steak a decent amount. I, I enjoy making it at home. Like, I, 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 I've never made it for myself. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm a lazy shit bag. That's why. You should give it a try sometime. I should. Do it as a captain's kitchen, which I haven't done in months. Yeah. Every time I talk to my mom, she brings up the fact that I haven't done captain's kitchen in forever. Oh. Well, hit- which is very sweet because she loves captain's kitchen, but. Well, you could, I mean, have you supplemented it with, uh, with our break room nachos videos where we, we, uh, try some hot dogs and I don't know if she subscribed to the channel or not. I did not send those to her. Oh, well she might enjoy those. I mean, it's not quite captain's kitchen, but it's, it's a little something. Yeah. She gets to see her little Mackie and some food. She, she, she gets to see her little son deep throat a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just shove a wiener in his mouth and some plant-based chicken nuggies. Yeah. Yeah. I missed captain's kitchen. I just haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this has probably kept you a little little busier than normal. It's not really that. Like so when I started doing like, you know, my video essay videos, they're, you know, they're longer, they're more highly edited, they take time to prepare for. Mm-hmm. I kind of like put everything else off to the side and didn't work on any of it. Yeah. And when I kind of figured out what I wanted for my channel, uh I made a second channel where I'm going to be uploading like all that stuff now. And the, my main captain Mac channel is only for those kinds of videos now. And so like what I said when I made that channel was, you know, if I'm not working on one of those video essays, I will be making those other things, captain's kitchen, carpet opening videos, whatever else. And they'll go on the second channel. Yeah. And, but now I'm stuck in this weird cycle where like right now I have an idea for a video essay and I've just been like for weeks trying to figure out how to write it. Like I just, I just don't know how to write it. I know what I want from it, but I don't know how to write it. Yeah. And so like this entire time, I like anytime I'm not live streaming, I feel obligated to work on this video and, but I just don't know what to do with it. So theoretically speaking, I could have made a captain's kitchen or a card opening video in this time. And I just haven't. Yeah. So I, I probably should just get on it and make something. Cause if I make that thing, it'll distract me from my main project long enough that I can probably formulate some new ideas, but all right, all right. it's just, it's, it's been weird finding a new balance with how to handle my videos. Now that I'm not releasing them on a schedule and they take longer to make. Yeah. Like there's months in between new uploads on my main channel at this point. Like, it's it's been weird to get used to in general because you know ever since i started my channel in 2017 i've been on some kind of schedule like first it was daily episode uploads then it was weekly uploads so now i'm in this situation where like if i'm not working on a video and i'm just wasting time i feel like complete shit but then i'm also sitting there like i can't force this if i do the video turns out bad i have already experienced that yeah and it's just it's a constant wrestling match with like the boss in my head, so to speak with like the editor version of myself talking to each other. Like you need to do some work. There's no work to do. <laughs> and, and like trying to come to terms with the fact that like, it's okay to just not work on something if I don't have an idea for it. Yeah. It's, it's been weird to get used to. When you explain that, I pictured like the, the classic like movie TV, good and evil scenario where you've got like, a little devil version of yourself and an angel version of yourself sitting on each shoulder. It's kind of what it is. Like there's the side of me that beats myself up constantly and is like always like hounding myself to get shit done. And then there's the other side of me who was like, it's okay. You know, the ideas will come and when they do, they're much better than when you force them. Yeah. And then it goes back to the devil and he's like, yeah, but you're not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. I am just trying to picture how, how a little angel Mac would look. I can't, I don't think the halo would set up on top of your head. Just imagine it like, like 
kind of circling my hair so it like some of my hair pops out of it while some of it sticks out to the side i like it that's that that'd be how it'd probably be and then the devil version of myself like you'd see the devils on on you'd see the devil horns on the side of my head that doesn't have the hair sticking out the other one would just be completely obscured yeah you just have you just have one yeah yeah but there is a second one you just can't yeah you just can't maybe just the tip (laughs) yeah sure we're 12 years old that wasn't particularly funny but (laughs) it still got a giggle out of both of us (laughs) God, oh. I'm amazed at this, that this that according to anger, our main demographic is 35 to 44 year olds. It should be 13 year olds. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, yeah. So our demographic is older and like uh, primarily it's like 90%. Yeah. And then I'm not I'm not going to look it up right this second because it, it keeps drastically changing. But uh, I think since we've been on, well, we've, since we've been on Apple, we've definitely been having a lot more listeners mm-hmm. and I think we've, we've had an increasingly higher female demographic. I did catch that to the point where if you look, I think it's over like the last like seven or 14 days or something like that. Like 75% of our listeners have been female. I am so sorry. This podcast is so gross. I mean, I guess maybe you like that. Apparently I can't they assume, like it, but I'm, I, I got to say, I'm very happy to see some female viewers on this podcast because for the first couple months, it was like 99% male. And I was sitting there like, are we is this podcast that unlikable to women? Like, I, I know we made jokes about being misogynist, but we're obviously not right. <laughs> like, I'm so happy to have you guys listening. Absolutely. Personally, it's great. No, I, I actually think that's better because, you know, like, yeah, like I assumed we would have like a fairly male heavy, heavy audience, but. Hey, the girls be liking it. Yeah, I, I do want to request, by the way, while we are talking about viewers, uh, we need more questions, guys. My podcast is starting to run or sorry. My discord is starting to run or run dry on questions. Yeah. And Crystal's not a reliable source for quality questions. <laughs> what are your thoughts on sloth? I'm sorry, Crystal. You're, you're very nice. <laughs> listen to the podcast, but that was a dumb question. <laughs> you know, you know, I do have I do have a crystal story to tell. OK, um, I don't know if you remember this. Um, you might not have been around at the time, but one time there was a customer shopping in the wine department who he dropped a bottle of wine and broke it and was wearing sandals and managed to cut his foot. Okay. And so I think I was, I think I was cleaning up the mess that he had made, but he like made crystal put a bandaid on his foot. What? Yeah. She was like, let me go get you a Band-Aid. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I can bend over and hold my foot up at the same time. Oh, well. And made her, like, put the Band-Aid on. I would have, there's no way I could have done it. You know my feeling. That sounds like a, I mean, even, like, beyond your squeamishness about it, like, I think that's, like, a health safety issue. Like, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, I mean, I know we had, like, we had, like, the rubber gloves and stuff, but. I wouldn't have done it. I would have been like, nope. Nope, you're a grown-ass adult. Band-Aid yourself. Nope. You can go ahead and sue world market for all I care. Like it's not worth me having to touch your foot. Not at all. All right. I do have one last uh, thing I wanted to talk about briefly. Uh, Yeah. Have you ever heard of a a man named John C. Lilly? I mean, I've heard of John C. Riley. No, John C. Lilly. Um, I don't think so. I I would say it sounds familiar, but probably just because it sounds similar to John C. Riley. I learned about this recently. Uh, through a video, a, a channel called atrocity guide. Go check that channel out. If you guys are into like deep dive stuff, she makes really good videos, but I learned about this guy. He's, he's a goofy motherfucker. Let me tell you. Okay. This guy, John C. Lilly, he was like a, 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 a researcher in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very famous for this thing called the dolphin house where he like converted his house to allow like dolphins to live inside of it. Okay. And then he conducted experience experiments where he tried to get like dolphins to learn the English language. Okay. Uh, and try to communicate with them, which is fine. But like the, the documents on it are really interesting. Like the, the lady who was conducting the bulk of the experiments, like he was not involved in the experiment. He actually like agreed with her that he would not uh, involve himself. Okay. He would stay outside of it. But uh, it's really interesting because the dolphin they chose was like a younger dolphin who was going through puberty at the time. Okay. And as you may or may not know, dolphins are kind of horny motherfuckers. <laughs> they are. And in order to get him to like focus up instead of being a horny motherfucker, she'd like jerk off his dolphin dick. Oh, 
Oh no. <laughs> Which is so bad in and of itself. Yeah. But that's not the end of Mr. John C. Lilly's goofiness. Oh, okay. So keep this, going. This motherfucker, this is the most absurd shit I've ever heard of. He created something called um and I think it was called an immersion tank. Okay. So what he would do, he would put on this like a uh, uh, modified scuba diving helmet. It would block out all sound. It would block out all uh, all, all um, um, vision. Mm-hmm. Like imagine uh, um, uh, Ted Mosby's uh, sensory deprivation goggles from the from the Super Super Bowl episode. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that one. Like that, but you couldn't see at all or hear at all. Yeah. Then he would <laughs> he would, he would take LSD and submerge himself in water while wearing this thing. Okay. And he fucking had visions of like talking to a a like cosmic council and he he was like I'm their messenger. Oh and, and no. He, he would like the more he did it the more like the the more he would ramp it up and do it more frequently for longer periods like taking more LSD and submerging himself longer so he could have conversations with this cosmic council and he was like there's intelligent life out there they're just looking for us dog and <laughs> nice this dude like got so into it he like he, he like let all of his funds run dry like the dolphin house had to get shut down and but he just kept doing it more and more until like lsd started to be more it was around the time that lsd got invented and so then like lsd got regulated and he couldn't have access to it anymore so he started using ketamine okay which he referred to as vitamin k and and he thought that like LSD had started getting regulated because the council was upset with him for not following their orders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what a goof. Um it's like the most absurd shit I've ever heard of. That uh talking about that sen- sensory deprivation, um that there's something similar to that in uh in Stranger Things. Okay. L uh like blindfolds herself and uh one at one point she has like a helmet that to go into a tank and they have to like make a makeshift version with like a bunch of salt and water and in like a kiddie pool in a in a high school gym. Okay. It's probably inspired by that. From what I understand like they actually discovered that these like submer- submersion tanks or whatever it was called like uh, are actually like effective thera- therapeutic tools and like yeah because of him using it so much like they actually got adopted as a real thing but like yeah I knew they were a real thing like I don't know if they should be used in conjunction with LSD or ketamine or jerking off a dolphin <laughs> right like he was doing this in the house while that was going on yeah like that 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 house had some shit going on for a bit yeah but um needless to say they did not get dolphins to talk oh um, hmm. but like, I just, this guy is so goofy to me. Huh? <laughs> yeah. How did you find out about this guy? It was through a YouTube video. Uh, I've, I've talked before. Like I, I, I listen to a lot of videos at work. Um, yeah. cause I get bored of listening to music. So it was just something that popped up cause I, I listened to a lot of like long form documentary style videos and right on. it just kind of popped up and it was like John C. Lilly in the dolphin house. I don't know what that is. And I listened to it and I was just the whole time I was sitting there like, you can't, you can't take LSD uh, uh, visions seriously, dog. Like that's, that's clearly just the LSD fucking with you, right? Like it, we saw what it did to Tim. <laughs> Tim did, did LSD. No, 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 no. I, I mean, he might have, but that was just a joke. Cause okay. I mean, his, I mean, he's goofed as fuck. Yeah. His mind is clearly shot. I, I assume at some point at like studio 54, he took, he took some, some drugs back in like the sixties. Oh, it, uh, I was just, I was just in awe. I was sitting there like, I can't believe that anybody would take this guy or this guy would take his own vision seriously. Like what? Yeah. What are you doing, dude? Huh? Why are you allowed to keep dolphins? You're doing LSD on a regular basis. <laughs> LSD on the reg. Oh, uh, it was, uh, it was interesting, but yeah, check out, uh, if you guys are interested in that kind of thing, check out jerking off dolphins. I mean, uh, <laughs> If, if you're interested in, in those kinds of subjects, check out atrocity guy. She makes really good videos. Uh, she made another video about a guy named Saint, uh, 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 Sir Albert who like lived inside of a, an airport for 18 years. Okay. Is that like the, that's like the movie terminal. It was based. That was based on him. Okay, perfect. It's like not a good representation of his life apparently, but it was based on him. Yeah. It sounds like probably loose, loosely based. Just a guy who's stuck in an airport. But. Yeah. 
That, that guy was interesting too. There was like a point in his life where like they were like, "Yeah, we found your documents. You can leave the airport." And he was like, "Nope, those aren't my documents." <laughs> like he just he just gotten used to this life. It was like sixteen years in, and he was like, "Nope, not leaving." Huh? That ain't me, y'all. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting stuff. I don't know. I watch a lot of really interesting videos that just talk about really interesting subjects. Hmm. I like it. All right. Well, you got anything else? Um, let me take a look real quick. See if I got anything. I mean, I know I've got other stuff, but I don't know if it's anything. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think he changed his mind. Um, so this is something that you and I kind of briefly joked on after we recorded the last podcast. Yeah. Um, so with the prevalence of the, uh, the culture that we live in now and, you know, like, you know, online dating is more of a thing. Okay. And like dating apps. And <laughs> the, uh, the dick pic has, has entered into more of a mainstream sort of, uh, culture. Certainly. What do you, what do you think? Do you think, um, do you think like professional dick pics should be a thing? <laughs> like, like instead of getting headshots taken, you get like like dickhead shots. Well, okay. So my, my thinking is like most of the time that you take a picture of a dick, like it looks gross. Right. Right. No. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Dicks are gross. So if you're it, 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 and and I want to say too, like straight women agree, like dicks are just gross. Yeah. Oh, everyone does. Everyone thinks dicks are gross. I don't think anyone doesn't disagree. Right. Um. And so. My thinking is like if if you're if you have just met someone like a, a girl or a guy uh, and you're or uh, uh, and you're trying to, you know, woo them, so to speak. And yeah, like maybe nudes start getting exchanged. Then, you know, maybe it would be a good idea to have some like professionally done, really high quality dick pics that look like, like they could be have, could have been taken from a phone. <laughs> like m- maybe you like get get like makeup on your dick or something right so you have like these really nice very professional very like uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for um elegant <laughs> right pics so that the first picture of a dick you send to you that that person you're interested in it is it like you're, you're making it look as good as possible right you want it to be a, a very flattering angle just really good picture the lighting maybe re Maybe retouch it. Yeah, do a little bit of Photoshop work on it. <laughs> right. And just have a couple of those suckers on retainer. Maybe, so you can send them out as the, as, as the time needs. Maybe change the backgrounds. You know, go out into like, uh, go out into the middle of a field like, uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, women do with like pregnancy shoots. <laughs> Oh my god! You can do the same thing where, where like you're, you're like you're holding cradling, your like, <laughs> cradling your, just cradle, cradle your balls, cradle your, your balls out in the. <laughs> oh, I think that'd be really good. Or um, you you could like you could like take a picture of your dick in front of like a green screen or a blue screen. Yeah, and then you could like set send like a snap style photo where it's like, oh, I'm here on Everest with my dick out. I was. I was <laughs> I was just thinking like pics around the world. Like <laughs> you've got it next to the Eiffel tower and the statue of Liberty. Maybe you do that like touristy thing where you take like the leaning tower of Pisa. But <laughs> you like, you like hold it up, but it's your dick. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I love it. This is, start a new business. Any uh, professional photographers out there looking for business? I am a I am I am a mediocre photographer. Call me. We'll get you up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um <laughs> God, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to uh, our female listeners, thank you again for watching. Um uh uh <laughs> Well, I mean, we're trying to make we're trying to make the dick pic more flattering for not for everybody involved, everybody, not, not just males or not just females, but ma- males as well. Whoever for ourselves, for wh- our significant others, whoever's on the receiving end. We just want to make it look as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe to the break room, not just only fans. We are going to be paying <laughs> for some professional dick pics soon and we can't put them out on YouTube. So, no, no. you know, you're just going to have to pay up bitches. You got to pay for that good content. God, I, I love how we went from like talking about like the existentialism of dementia to 
professionally done dick pics and like a, a video game boss that would shit all over you in the same podcast. Yep. Yeah. No, it's uh, that's what this is all about. It just keeps getting grosser and grosser. Well, we cover a little bit of everything with diarrhea <laughs> sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to r- repeat what I said earlier. You know, if you, if you want us to stop talking about such gross stuff, send in some questions that maybe don't involve gross things. Yep. We, we need more questions. Send them to us on Twitter at Breakroom Nachos. Uh, leave a YouTube comment. We'll collect them up. Uh, join my Discord server and leave it, leave it in the podcast questions. Uh, 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 in Instagram uh, bre- channel. Instagram at Breakroom Nachos. You can comment on, on a post. Um, we take a look at all those. Yeah, and uh, we can't make content by ourselves, so you need to do it for us, right? Just, just you know, give us a little, little something, something. Just, just, just give Daddy a little question. Just a little question. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that was episode twelve. Mike, do you have any like racial stories you want to end this on? Since I started with that song. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, bruh. I got nothing. Just like start to say the N word, and I'll cut it off with the music. I I, I can't, I can't, bro. I got nothing. That's because Jesus Christ is mine. (laughs)